Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska, and this is today's Bible class, a short Bible study every single day, keeping us in God's Word and thereby helping us to stay strong and grow stronger in our faith, because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. It also helps keep us focused on our relationship with God and upon our spiritual lives. Help people in your life make the turn, make the change, come to God, by getting them into these short studies every day. Share with them through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means, with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can. You may help somebody turn their life around, come to God, and ultimately get to heaven. What a great blessing for them and for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today. We're talking about fear as a problem of the heart from a spiritual perspective. We've talked about a whole lot of different heart problems in this particular series of studies on heart problems. Again, from the spiritual perspective. We're not talking about the muscle inside of our chest that pumps blood through our circulatory system. We're talking about our heart from a spiritual perspective. So we've talked about a whole host of different heart problems or problems of the heart, such as hatred, laziness, gossip, worry, unforgiveness, pride, that is ungodly pride, harsh judgments, fault-finding, and anger. And in this particular section of our study, we're talking about fear. We're talking about debilitating, paralyzing fear. And so many people are paralyzed by fear. Now, the ultimate application that we would be looking at is someone who is afraid to become a Christian, to make that commitment, to be baptized into Christ so the sins, their sins can be washed away by the blood that Jesus shed on the cross for them, Acts 22 and verse 16. But they're afraid they can't live that Christian life. They're afraid they can't stay faithful to God. Well, God has said, I'll be with you. I'll take care of you. I'll help you. 1 Corinthians 10 and verse 13, he assures us that no temptation the devil might throw at us, no situation that life might throw at us, is anything new and unique. It has already been experienced in a general way by people all through time. But then in the middle of that verse, verse 13 of 1 Corinthians chapter 10, Paul wrote, but God is faithful. Imagine that statement of reassurance to us. God is faithful and will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. So God has promised, I will be with you, I will help you to live the life that you need to be living before me. Do not fear is the ultimate message there as related to our study. But we talked about one kind of fear that is instructed, that is commanded. And those are those verses, and there are many of them, that say that we need to fear God and keep his commandments. Now, we're not talking, though, as we emphasize, we're not talking about a shaking in your boots kind of terrified fear, being afraid of God, unless we're not living faithfully before him and being obedient to him through his teachings. But rather, this is a reverential fear. It is holding God in awe, respect, and thereby obeying him, walking with him. 
and following him in the ways he wants us to. Now, there's another kind of fear that is forbidden. And this would be fear that is equivalent to terror. See, that's not the kind of fear that we're talking about in those verses that say fear God and keep his commandments. Again, that's a reverential fear. I'm holding God in reverence and in awe and respect. But the fear that is forbidden, taught against, is equivalent to terror or dread, anxiety, apprehension. It's the idea of literally being afraid or fearful of God. Now, the devil will try to plant that seed in our hearts if we'll let him. And indeed, as Christians, we should not be walking around every day afraid of life. Now, look at this incredible and encouraging text of Scripture in Psalm 91, beginning with verse 1. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High, and that's God, shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. In other words, under his protection, in his care. I will say of the Lord, he of the Lord, of God, he is my refuge and my fortress. In other words, my strength, my protector, my God in him I will trust. And we can trust in God like we can trust in nobody else and nothing else. Verse 3 goes on and says, surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you shall take refuge. Again, an image of protection and care that he will extend to us. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. (laughs) What an encouraging text of Scripture in Psalm 91, talking about how God is going to be there for us and with us as long as we're walking with him and for him. In Luke 12, beginning with verse 31, and Jesus said, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. And then notice what he says. Do not fear, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Oh, my. And on the night of Jesus' betrayal, look at what he said to the apostles. Verse 1 of, of, John, chapter four, of John chapter 14. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. And my Father's house are many mansions or rooms. If it were not so, I would have, if if it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself that where I am, there you may be also. And where I go, you know and the way you know. Well, and then verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. When you look at chapter 14 in John's gospel account, and we look at verse 27, Jesus again saying, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. 
not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. If you are fearful that you cannot live the life that God wants you to live in faithful obedience and dedication to him through Jesus Christ, you need to put that fear out of your heart. You need to let God help you put it out of your heart. You need to simply obey God and do what he's, what he he's promises that he'll be there to help you do, and that's live that faithful life before him. As faithful Christians, we can take security in God's love for us. As we personally grow in love, we can overcome fear, overcome fear. I want us to look at another writing from the Apostle John, but this time in 1 John chapter 4, verses 17 through 19. Notice what he wrote. Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. And then notice next what he says. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. If we love him, or rather we love him, because he first loved us. What encouraging words again. And they're God's words. God's words written to us. The opposite of being afraid of God as we walk faithfully before him we can actually take comfort in our relationship with him and stand assured and, and get that sense of calmness and peace. We can cast our cares upon him, for he cares for you, 1 Peter 5, verses 6 and 7. Paul states, for God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind, 2 Timothy 1 and verse 7. And the Apostle Paul wrote similarly in the Romans letter, for you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, Romans 8 and verse 15. Indeed, we can face the challenges, the difficulties, and the dangers of life with assurance that God is with us and will stay with us as long as we stay with him, and that he is greater than all the problems that might confront us. 1 John 4 and verse 4. Hmm. God knows our needs. He knows your needs. And he has promised to take care of us in the face of those needs. As we read in uh, a few moments ago in, in Luke chapter 12, verses 31 and 32, there's a parallel in Matthew 6, verses 33 and 34. Also, we look at Philippians chapter 4 and verse 19. And what did the Apostle Paul write there? My God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. <laughs> all of these reassuring passages of Scripture. And his promise to be with us as the devil confronts us with temptation, always making the way of escape as we emphasized 1 Corinthians 10 and verse 13. Even in the face of death, we are comforted by the words of the psalmist, assuring us of God's presence with us, Psalm 23. And that should not be a psalm that we only think about 
in the face of death. It should be a psalm that helps us get through every day of our life. God promises to be there with us and through us, or with us and for us. As long as we live in the right relationship with God, we can take comfort in Jesus' words, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. John 14 and verse 1, and also verse 27, as we read earlier. However, if we do not live faithfully before God, then we genuinely need to be afraid for our soul's well-being. Hebrews 10, verses 26 through 31. God is a God of grace, and his desire is for all to come to repentance before him, as we noted in 2 Peter 3 and verse 9. He's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. God is also a God of justice, though, and judgment. And there will be a final day on which he will call all mankind to account for the way we have lived our lives before him. 2 Peter 3, verses 10 through 12, and 2 Corinthians 5, verses 10 and 11. You can be ready for that day without fear if you will come to God and let him help see you through all of the fearful situations that this life might hold with confidence that he will see you through. Let's pray. Father, praise, glory, honor, and thanks be to you. Help us to see that we need not fear as we walk with you faithfully. Please forgive us, gracious Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.